Welcome to another episode of Hard Drops with Sears. Thank you for the feedback and for listening last week. I will not get tired of saying thank you. Thank you. I mean, you had other things to listen to, but you chose to listen to this podcast. So thank you very much for always, especially for the feedback and for the comments. I cannot thank you enough, literally. So today I want to talk about dealing with in-law drama. So when I say in-law drama, I I know it it may seem like I'm talking to married people of which I have no rights, no, no, I have no rights, Sha, that's the point. So I have no right to like address married people, not because I'm obviously not married, but I can talk to people who are not married, you know, people like me. So when I say in-law drama, I'm talking about both single and married people because if you are single and you intend to get married you will have in-laws whether you like it or not you cannot kill every one of them anyway so maybe i'm not married but i mean if you choose to get married you will definitely have in-laws and it's just i think it's important to be prepared as much as possible for if something is important to you i think you should prepare towards it so you can you know maximize and get the best from it the same way you prepare for your exams you prepare for higher institution for those who went to who went to school you prepare for classes and all that just so you can you know have maximum um what's that word maximum productivity right or maximum profits so to say from something so if you really want to enjoy being married i think you should pay attention to the family of people of the person that you are getting married to because that's what i would do right so i'm just saying i'm literally preaching the things that i am practicing because yeah i do intend to get married so i would not be it's hard not to address this african magic stereotype where in-laws are evil and once you have an in-law you are, you just prepare for destruction and doom and evil a big anyway i know it's hard to not have bad experiences either personal or uh, or the ones you've heard from other people but i know that it can be it can be a pleasant thing to have in-laws i know from the experiences of people are some of the people around me which i will be commenting on later after this introduction i'll take the comments i'll take um the responses to the poll that i put out the anonymous message link and then i would you know just share you know some thoughts briefly and that will be all for today so Welcome again to today's episode. I want to talk about dealing with in-laws. When I say dealing, I don't mean it literally. Maybe I say handling in-laws. I think that, that would be a better title. Handling in-law drama or intending in-law drama, like I pointed out earlier, for those who intend to get married. So, quick question. Have you ever had to leave a relationship because of issues with your partner's family? I, I personally, I know people who have... Um, who had this issue rather had where you know maybe one parent was not supportive of the candidate you know how some parents can be they just don't feel like you are good enough for their child or they already have one guy or one girl that they have you know earmark like mm, okay so when my daughter is 25 i want her to marry this my friend's son or you know this my partner's son i like business partner or somebody just they already have it 
planned out in their head. They just say, mm, Dakpo seems like a responsible young man. So, whether you like it or not, you know how I pray. Yes, I know they have the best intentions, but sometimes, I mean, you know, you know. Moving on. So, I know people who have had issues with their partner's family because of tribal differences. Um, maybe they want the guy to marry from a certain tribe and they say, you know what, we don't, you're a good girl, you, I don't know, you're a good girl, whatever, but we don't want somebody from your tribe because we would rather have in-laws from a certain tribe. I know how nasty it can be, but these are the deep stuff. I, my deep is not calling on too deep today. I'm on a shallow ground. So, um, I just want to talk about, you know, less um, weighty, weighty um, reasons for in-law drama, right? So, yeah, there are people who, when I say people who, okay, so there are people who pray that they will not have in-laws. I have to pause and consider it because is it possible that you would meet somebody who has no family ties whatsoever? Like, even if they, they don't have parents, they would have uncles or aunties or siblings or just just somebody that, you know, is playing that role of a family in their lives. And, you know, the thing is, even if they are not on talking terms with those people, maybe they have separated themselves from their family. You have in-laws, you just don't relate with them. Just know that one. You have in-laws, but you have chosen not to relate to them for whatever reasons or whatever... I don't know why you have maybe there, there there was a fallout when they were younger maybe there was crisis in the home or somebody got disowned and you know they're standing on their own now and then you want to marry that kind of person you just know that you have in-laws whether you relate with them or not so i don't think it's possible that all your in-laws will die and you have your spouse to yourself it's highly unlike i don't think it's helpful because i mean the point of having the family is for connection, is for growth, is for um, reliance, is for fellowship, for relationship. I think in-laws are important, whether you have them or not, whether you want them or not, actually. I mean, yeah, so, um, the, the thing is that you would have, I don't want to say you will, as a matter of fact, but you may have issues with your in-laws at one point or the other, just like you have with your parents, like you have with your siblings. It is only normal that when human human beings, um, I don't say collide, but when they come together, because we are all different and unique in our own ways, there will be differences. The differences can lead to conflict, but conflicts are resolvable. So I don't think there's a problem with them um, having conflict with your in-laws it's a matter of how to handle it and I, for those who are secretly praying that they will not have mother-in-law or do not have father-in-law just know that we have your children too and maybe the person they want to marry will also cause you one or two times that you should fall down and die like a mosquito on the floor anyways so yeah i want to take um briefly a few comments that i saved from um yeah just a few that i saved so there is so like i said i put out a poll a link why do we say poll i put out a link on my whatsapp i told people to give me their comments their thoughts on in-laws if it's a terrible idea if it is a good idea if they have in-laws how they are dealing with it and things like that so the first one that i got 
which is from a dear friend of mine says I, I i know he's a dear friend of mine because he replied me in my dm not on the link not via the link rather so my friend said that my cousin prayed that the man god will bring her away must be one whose mother has died before the union you people you people anyways so he said i reminded her years after she married and told her now that you have a son imagine a girl he loves praying you die before she married your son she did not take it well yeah i i know this for a fact i just i just as i was saying earlier like how would you feel if somebody was wishing you die before you know the glorious day of your children's marriage it's a very big deal to nigerian parents i i don't understand it yet yeah so um that's what this person says and then another person said okay, so now i'm talking about those who responded via the link this person said i'm assuming a woman because she said a mother-in-law <clears throat> she said where do i start from at first she was so sweet to me like i found a mother in her only to find out he had been bad mouthing me behind my back nobody is perfect you know nobody's perfect you know if i did anything wrong you should call my attention to it but no she decided to badmouth me behind my back i was heartbroken when i found out now i find every means to leave her vicinity this is so sad like i know people not even about being a mother-in-law being a daughter-in-law there are people who legit don't know how to address a, a situation when there is conflict if i if um if we have a problem if you have a problem with something that i did or we have a conflict i think the best person to resolve it with to resolve that conflict with is me so why can we not just talk and why do you have to pretend or then gossip about me it's just a very nasty i don't i have an idea what this can be like so i know this can be sad this is not a good experience and i'm sorry that you had to go through this but eventually your mother-in-law will always be there so i think whoever um, wrote this you could call your spouse's attention to it your husband and say okay so this is what i found out hopefully you married somebody who is understanding or who will not take sides and then the person can try and mend i believe that relationships can be mended unless they have expired yeah i also believe relationships can expire anyway moving on this other person says i'm assuming a woman too because of you know how the message was um put out there so she the person is saying i went into marriage knowing how sensitive the issues were i have read a lot and seen people whose marriages were frustrated by in-laws i also know some whose blessings were because of the in-laws however i was determined that mine would be different the mindset one takes into the union matters a lot if you go with a mentality to find fault you would definitely find even more where there is none i totally agree with this person honestly wherever you are receive a hug from me this last line is is it for me because it's just like is the absolute truth if you are if you find fault if you look for fault you will find fault there's this thing my pastors my pastor rather said a couple of years ago in a relationship service she said if you dig for gold you would find it if you dig for dirt you would find it whatever you look for you will find it like chicky said find us keep us find us keep on waiting you find all you will go keep you go keep that's it so if you're looking for errors you would definitely because we we are all flawed no matter how holy and righteous you are you are flawed because you are a human being you're not the lord god almighty you are flawed so there would always be something to 
point to in another person to say i don't like this thing or i don't agree with this thing there would definitely be but like i said finding a way to resolve it or to work around it if i like bread and you like rice we don't have to like the same thing i can like my bread you can like your rice and we will all live in peace and harmony when it's time to eat i eat bread you eat rice we are both eating we go a breakfast without disturbing anybody you know so I understand what this means so your mentality is also very important when you're going into your marriage but that's why i said I'm, I'm, I'm kind of addressing single people who are yet to be married because you don't know what these people would be like except you you have met them but if you are not in a relationship that is leading towards marriage you have no idea what your in-laws would be like you can only hope and pray and wish for the best lord have mercy help me share you i hope that's what i'm trying to say so yeah it is better for you to go with the mentality of you know what i would love my husband's family i would love my wife's family like my own and we don't love me back well i will do the best with this with the situation just work with that don't be over hopeful and then get your heart broken right so another comment is i would love to have one since my i'm assuming mother-in-law because yeah she said i would love to have one since my biological mom is no more i hug you too from over here i want someone i can connect to and someone that can do all the grandma loving for my kids oh this is really sweet yes yes you see this is somebody who doesn't want her mother-in-law to die and understand this because yeah like she said she has lost her biological mom her, her, her biological mom is no more like she said and she wants somebody to be a you know to be a grandma grandmother to her own children so this is somebody who values the motherly figure and i think this is really cool i think this is really commendable because like i said earlier everybody needs family everybody needs that support system i for one i intend to gather my mother-in-laws with me when i have children because i don't want i don't intend to do it on my own not because i cannot but it's not just wise i mean if you have help why not maximize it you come on Monday to Tuesday, and that person come Wednesday and Thursday. You want your grandchildren, you will have them, and you will take care of them. You will not let these children interrupt my life. You come and take care of them. My, my point is, if you have people who can support you, maximize it. Don't wish for somebody to die or somebody to be far away from you when you can learn and benefit from that relationship. Right? Right. And that, it's like only women feel i'll be used the link this week no problem this this person says my mother-in-law literally loves me more than her daughter is sweet die hey god when well now they see this love i want i want somebody that will love me like truly not i said it's not because her son is there and when the son is not there you she would eye me or she would you know just uh, i understand how i'll move on to that later anyway moving on so this person says my mother-in-law literally loves more than her daughter is sweet die i'm very happy for you i'm very very happy for you and this is another one that i got um not from the link now from twitter this person says i really hope i marry into a good family that is similar to my own i really want to feel at home with my in-laws and i want my kids to enjoy both sides equally yes this has to do with family values which is why you should marry somebody that is in you have the same value not you are worshipping Oya, you go and marry somebody that is worshipping Obatala. Idols will clash. Anyway, but the point is, 
it's better to have to be married to to get married to somebody who believes the same things like you do and for the family to be at least very similar on some level so that there won't be clashes when you're raising your children maybe your 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 wife's family they have this belief and your own family have this belief and then everybody's just confused so it's better to yeah understand how yeah alignment in the families is very important like i said hope for the best pray if you believe in if you believe in prayer if you believe in um, prayer and if you have faith yes that's how best i can put it pray about these things it's really really important another person said my mother-in-law is the best every time she visits she cooks all my favorite nigerian dishes to stock up and looks after me so well make sure my husband is looking after me too lol she's so cute ah it's true she's cute not many mothers would love another child another person's child like their own some people just see this their children's spouses as competition or as i don't know why but then it is what it is um yeah so brief let me quickly go back to whatsapp before i talk about you know just a few things that i wanted to that i wrote down so this person is saying okay, this is a personal experience he's saying that there was um, cultural differences almost caused issues in my marriage so his wife is from another side of the, of nigeria and he's from another ethnic group and because of the cultural um, clashes there was they had um, some issues in the traditional wedding and in the church wedding okay so it says the marriage was not handled properly and they felt it was i really don't want to go into details because this is like personal information but so he says the early months were strained especially with my no-nonsense father-in-law he came to lagos and refused to visit my home i waited till we gave birth and i called him personally he loves me so much now see this is somebody who has honor for the parental figure like i said there will be conflict but if you decide that I would work on it i would put my best into making this relationship work they need to work your partner was once a stranger and you made it work with them to the point of marriage you can make it work with their parents too except they are they are from the pit of hell then god will give you wisdom on what to do yeah so that is how much i can take i would like to go back into the um the main topic so what things that cause conflict the reasons for conflict um, amongst in-laws right so like i already get like i already said in the last example in the last um feedback rather the last comment was cultural and ethnic differences imagine the classic i mean there's hardly any ethnic um um any movie on ethnic differences that has to do with marriage that, that is not the classical yoruba Igbo family right i don't know why i have not expressed it before personally i know of some real life experiences and i've seen movies but ethnic differences can be a thing cultural differences can be a thing religious differences can also be a problem for that you see religious differences personally i don't advise it because you can say your partner doesn't care about your faith but your family most likely will so is the honest advice i had not said do it all but kanipo is me he hasn't been is me i would marry somebody who believes the same things that i do and from a family that is close enough so that on like when we have when we start to have children or when we when we have imagine if you have a spiritual emergency where maybe there's a is a matter of life and death and then there is no unity in that family i don't believe that a family who is disunited can 
can pray together and have results for that prayer personal belief like i said so i think it's just better to be with somebody or to be with people or among people who value the same things that you do who believe the same things that you do my two cents please don't quote me anyway don't quote my family meeting no i'm not around anyway another reason is your their family okay your family on one side feeling left out or sidelined when it comes to your partner they may feel like oh so once she gets married she will not have her time anymore she will stop visiting she will face her husband she will forget her siblings she won't take care of us like before she will not maybe your sister is dependent on you or your brother is dependent on you and now they are afraid that once you get married to this person you will neglect them it is a it is it is a legit concern right but it is your duty as a woman being to let me say allay those fears and say yes i'm getting married yes i'm committing myself to this person for the rest of my life but i'm not neglecting my existing family that's your personal responsibility if you make them feel left out or you make them feel neglected they will take it out on your partner whether you like it or not if you if you are getting married to somebody who was a burden of the family and you i don't know how i really don't have this experience but maybe they begin to do less and less at home they would automatically assume that you are the one they would just say ever since she married that man she stopped sending money home or ever since he married that girl he stopped paying attention to his parents and all that everybody will blame the spouse it may have nothing to do with the spouse but it is just popular assumption that the spouse is to blame when you stop taking care of your family members so it's your responsibility to take care of your family and to make sure that everything is all right like the relationship is cordial between them and your spouse so that nobody's blaming anybody for anything like that so it can be siblings it can be parents when 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 i say english i'm not talking about the parents involved but the siblings to the family members the cousins the ones who are dependent on that person they are all their family members now another thing that can cause problem is when you give your family your parents or your siblings personal information about your relationship or about your partner it didn't consign them if your partner used to bed with it is between you and your partner if your partner waits the bed it is between you and them now gisting your sister or gisting your brother it will just belittle that person is not necessary if your partner has a fault or your partner is annoying you or they are just driving you crazy i think it's better to talk to somebody who is neutral not somebody who will be biased if i tell my sister that my boyfriend did this 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 or this she would definitely take my side except she knows that okay i'm categorically wrong but by default she's more likely to take my own side so it is not wise for me to involve her in my relationship or in my marriage except it is her business except it affects me not him doesn't make sense to you that way she gets so don't give them unnecessary information about your partner they will take your side and they would pit against your partner and it will be like the partner is at fault even when it may be you know when both of you may be at fault anyway moving on i don't give examples so belittling your spouse to your parents or to your siblings and all that ah i remember this um skits timisan and i hope i pronounced that right timisan is, is an ig influencer and he's a 
I want to say comedian, but he's a content creator. And Kiki um, is also a content creator. So there was this skit they did and then the boy was talking to his mom over the phone and he was on a date with this girl and he was saying, oh, mom, you like her. Her hands are so strong. She looks like she can wash. I say, wow. He was already grading this girl on the first date to his mom. So there are people who... Um, submit their partners to their parents for verification. I think it's absolutely wrong. I think it is unwarranted rubbish and absolute nonsense. You don't submit me to anybody and say, grade her or check her out or assess her if she's good enough for me. You cannot choose. Can't you decide by yourself? These are the issues. Anyway, so there's no need to expose your partner. There's no need to point out the wrongs in your partner. Um, to your family members because, I mean, I mean, by default, they will take your side. And, um, yeah, I want to just say one thing briefly. Why, I don't know why, but there's this popular thing amongst women that it's always like competition, competition. So the mother is competing for the love, the wife is competing for the love, the sister to his one his one corner. See, my brother does not come like before ever since he got married. Why will he call you like before? Why? No, you too. Why? When you get married, will you be calling people like before? I don't know. Maybe when I marry, I will know how it is. My point is there's no there's on there's no there's no necessary. There's no need for rivalry. Everybody has their own position and the rules that they play in your life, in a person's life, especially when it comes to women. This one that the mother is wants to be the queen of his heart, the wife wants to be the queen of his heart, the sister wants to be the queen of the heart. The man will die. He will not live long. But then, moving on. So, a few suggestions. Oh, wow. This is... Okay. So, a few suggestions on how to avoid or how to best not avoid best manage conflict is for the partners you have to be you have to have um you must have this strong thoughts like this unity between the both of you so when you are tackling issues you're tackling issues together so whoever is coming to say oh your wife did this or your husband did this you're not you're not standing on their side you're on your partner's side first because you chose that person the mommy came as extra benefits the daddy came as extra benefit the siblings came as extra benefit you chose this person first before agreeing to commit to the to his family you know by extension i mean by marrying him or her so you choose your partner first not that even when you're being foolish you say i choose my husband i choose my wife even in their foolishness no it's just that you would to the public eye you are on your partner's side when you get to the room you can say baby rubbish don't let it happen again but when it comes to settling is when it comes to confronting people that are outside your marriage and by outside your marriage i mean you and your husband or you and your wife you stand with your spouse and then you address the external factor i think that is what works like i said i'm very much single anyway to stand by your spouse not your parents or not your siblings in any conflict don't say because your sister said something you're not gonna say oh my dear they said you did no you face your business which is your spouse and handle your sibling or their sibling on the other side so you address issues together not that you say anyway moving on then it's better to set boundaries early it's better if your partner 
is very um is is very clear with their own family members and say okay you cannot meddle or you should not meddle in our affairs or it's just better if your partner is the one setting the boundaries for his or her family members not you you cannot say mommy that's your mother-in-law we don't want to see you in this house again no let the child tell the parent that ma sir i don't want to see you in our house again it's better if they're the ones talking to their parents directly to me it just makes more sense that way another thing you can do is to be, be realistic and be objective when there's a conflict see the person's point of view okay so the sister is saying he has not been taking care of her like before you put yourself in the sister's shoe if you had a brother who used to foot all your bills and now is neglecting you because he has a wife or because he has a girlfriend you think about it will you be happy if yes proceed if no still proceed moving on i think it is also important to have it at the front of your mind at the back that your par- your spouse's parents may never fully approve of you and learn how to deal with it if you keep trying to win their affection you will die from their rejection because every nothing you do if for someone who doesn't like you nothing you do will be enough so if you have done your best to please them to be cordial with them and they refuse to return the favor or to return the gesture to the left to the left not that you disown them or you neg- neglect them just do the best you can with the situation that's it and then agree with your partner on how to handle each other's parents which is uh, she's talking about boundaries so you, you agree with your wife you agree with your husband and say okay when issues like this arise just i mean do a forecast when things like this are okay when we are when there are children involved who's not even a matter of whose mom will come or whose dad will do this or whatever just it's better to agree with your own partner on how to handle each other's parents okay so if my mom is giving us issues i'll handle it if your mom is being um unreasonable concerning something in the in our marriage you handle it everybody you know has something that they are facing and they are handling in the relationship i think the most important thing before i off my mic is that do not take sides do not take sides with an argument hmm is not wise even amongst friends amongst siblings if my brother comes to say my sister did this i not say i just call my sister and say well, why did you or why did you do that you have, you have not heard what from the other person's point of view you are just have already pointing fingers all these things they are not good they will not favor anybody so with these few points of mind i hope i've been able to convince you i'm not to confuse you that's you can handle in-laws with wisdom and with mutual respect. And even when there are conflicts, it doesn't have to be a problem. It can be managed. It can be handled properly. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for um, always listening. Thank you for... The, I, I cannot wait. For, I can wait. <clears throat> I will wait patiently for your feedback, for your comments, for your suggestions, for additions, subtractions. If what I said did not make sense, please tell me. I don't used to get angry anymore. All things have passed away. I'm a new creation. Anyway, the point is, I would really love to hear from you what you think about handling in-law drama or um, just handling your in-laws, dealing with your... Uh, let me not say dealing. Relating, yes. Relating with your in-laws. I really enjoyed 
recording this episode i really hope that you enjoy listening to it to listen on spotify listen with your browser you can just play it while you're doing anything else you don't have to pay full attention like i mean you don't have to watch the screen or anything you know or you can just listen as you go about your day that's the point um so yeah thank you next week i want to talk about let me not say dealing again handling exes your ex-lovers your ex-friends your ex just handling exes relating with your ex-lovers in your present relationship or in your future relationships interesting interesting stuff read your sweets thank you guys for always listening bye